Hello, I'm Kristen McDonald, and thanks so much for tuning into Second Vision. I have an incredible Second Vision story for you today. Lily Sanders' life's experience through adversity, her talent, her compassion have all gifted her a purpose to write and inspire others. She's been working as a magazine columnist for years and inspiring thousands. And despite her trouble as a child, Lily went on to pursue an incredible acting career. As a child growing up in a domestically violent home, she turned to ballet as her sanctuary and even landed roles on Ed McMahon's Star Search and a gig as a show dancer on Ringling Barnum and Bailey's Circus and also landed a day player role on One Life to Live, ABC's wonderful soap opera. And through all her success as an entrepreneur and an actress and producer, she later married and birthed a child but was hiding behind a veil of terrible domestic abuse and stayed in silence for 14 years, actually, until she broke out of this relationship. And she will tell you that it is the lowlights and not the highlights that have defined her as a person. She's now one of the top 15 coaches in New York City and out inspiring other people and just finished her book, Truth to Triumph, A Spiritual Guide to Finding Your Truth. And she's here today to share some of her wisdom on how to get out of an abusive relationship or just how to get you know, to stop listening to the same old story that we tell ourselves and uh, defeating thoughts. So I'm I'm really, really excited to have her with us today. How are you, Lily? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I mean, you have an incredible background. So so tell us about your, your latest book, Truth to Triumph. Okay, so my latest book, uh, Truth to Triumph, uh, it is a spiritual guide to finding your truth. Uh, I have, what I did, Kristen, was I put in, um, uh, there are a lot of, uh, some of my stories uh, that I put in there that, uh, a lot of them are very raw stories, Um, some definitely turn pagers, uh, page turners rather, but it really was not about the stories for me, it was really just to shed light uh, for those that maybe today, any listeners that are currently in a dark place, uh, any readers that uh, are finding themselves in a dark place. Um, I always believe that we wouldn't be human if we didn't find ourselves, you know, in a dark place. And at one point or another in our lives, we all have our stories. So uh, this book, I basically decided would be for everyone who breathes life because, you know, we all experience pain. Absolutely. Um, it's, I, mm-hmm. I can understand that. You know, everyone has some sort of a challenge to overcome. And no doubt, no doubt. And um, when I first thought out to write the book, uh, you know, initially I thought it might be a compilation of, you know, some stories and chronicle order. And um, then I, I just, I realized that what uh, I really uh, wanted to do was was open up the doors, shed some kind of uh, light and, and for, for people that have not found their truth. Because for me, really what, it, what Truth to Triumph is all about, it is really about love. And my message is always love. And that really begins with uh, self-love. And the reason why uh, many of us, including myself, uh, wind up in uh, experiencing things that uh, I have experienced is because I forgot 
that was this, you know, loved, uh, worthy, uh, wonderful person uh, on this earth, just like everyone else. Self-love is big. It's, it's, it's huge. It's paramount. I mean, and, and so tell us your story, you know, growing up. You didn't grow up with that kind of self-love, right? I mean, you grew up with a depressed mother and abusive father. Yes. Yes, exactly. And um, what was that like? Right on. You hit it right on the nose. Um, it, it was like walking on eggshells all the time. And it was not. It really was not a happy place to, to, to dwell. Did I love my mom? Did I love my dad? Of course. But, um, you know, you, you experience abuse enough and um, also fear. There was a lot of fear walking around in my house. And it's a really, really sad place uh, to be. But uh, that said, I still kind of maintain that, you know, that inner child, if you will, or that little girl that, you know, had dreams and aspirations. And, um, you know, with some of my biggest dreams were realized by the age of 23. I was, you know, on Star Search, and that was like a huge dream for me to be dancing and performing on stage, and I was in Hollywood, and it was really super exciting. With Ed McMahon, oh, yeah. I, I produced a telethon with him, by the way. He's a fun guy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, I've been friends with his him. daughter for years. Oh, my goodness. I have. This was in, I'm dating myself, Kristen, but this was 1985. And I have, it was actually, uh, it aired 1985, but it was actually the end of 84. And I still, to this day, after all of these years, I have a picture of me and Ed McMahon on my desk. Right next to me, right where I am. I love it. I love it. Yes. I have some in my closet, but I can't see my photos anymore, unfortunately. One day, I hope, you know. You know, (laughs) but you have that vision. You have that vision. I am so impressed, and I love you so much for everything that you've gone through and everything and how you've just overcome adversity. And that's what Truth to Triumph is all about. It's not about my particular stories. It's not about domestic violence. In fact, there's more stories in there than domestic violence. There's stories that are, uh, I go into a lot of uh, discussion on uh, co-parenting and uh, uh, bringing up your children uh, in, it, it, by teaching them love through experience and, and not, um, not language and, and breaking the mold for generational blessings. So this is not a, you know, a constant pattern. So whatever... Whatever you have grown up in, whatever situation in your environment, you 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 have the tools in this book to break the mold and create new generational blessings. And it sounds fantastic, you know, because yeah. you're, you know, look at your situation. You're this wonderful actress on an ABC soap opera and in the circus. And 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 by the way, another conversation for later. But I just saw The Greatest Showman. Uh, you know, I thought of you when you when I heard um, you worked in the circus. It was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I won't. I yeah, but I mean, here you are, you know, successful entrepreneur, all these things going for yourself, you know, dancer, et cetera, and yet you're suffering in silence because all you knew was this pattern, and that's that's the thing why I, you know, is reading over your information and you're talking about letting go of your stories, which is uh, so oh, important. Yeah. You know, my sister-in-law is a big one at the Landmark Forum, and they're always talking about. 
you know, getting rid of your stories. And, and it's so important because no one would have ever known that you were suffering in a veil of silence, in a veil of silence you know, with exactly. this abuse. You look like you have this perfect exactly. life. Yes, and you, and you know, Kristen, that is not the Oscar that I was dreaming of, by the way. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that was not the acting hey, job that I was I was thinking was going to take me. I have a story <laughs> of tripping down of tripping down nineteen stairs at the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences in in of uh, science in um, Beverly Hills with my actress girlfriend on top of me, and I said that's exactly no. where I wanted to get my award, where I wanted to make a splash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just not look. Uh, things just don't. Don't always pan out the way we plan it. Either. No, but no. What happens is divine timing takes over, and everything falls into place perfectly. And right. you know, just because of that, yeah, we do have to let go of those stories because if we don't do that, we remain trapped in them. You know, so we we can't remain trapped in our stories. We can't suppress them either. Because that's just creating our own suffering, and, and suffering serves no purpose other than to make you unhappy. I know. You know who, I know. Yeah. And, and so how did you unhappy? let go of your self-blame and your, you know, because that's what happens to people who are in an abusive situation or, you know, they feel uh, inadequate, they feel they have low self-esteem, mm-hmm. et cetera, and so forth. That's what led you into this relationship, I'm sure. You know, how did you let go of all that? Did you go to therapy? Did you just start on your own with this quest of acting and producing? And That's a great question. Um, I went to the root, and I pulled it out. Because for me, this meant facing my own pain. Mm-hmm. Then, then kind of transferring or transmuting it into peace. I kind of transferring that energy and, and, and pulling in the love. You know, I was never really certain how to do that effectively. I knew that to, to kind of dwell in the past and have regret was certainly not productive, but I also knew that the corrosion there would kill me and was already killing me, you know, if I didn't remove it. So, um, you know, pain seemed to be at the root I was looking for uh, after all was, was said and done. And, once I became aware that it was there, I was able to pull the pain from the roots and remove it. Almost instantly, Kristen, this odd sense of peace came over me. Um, you so know, you and, really and just let go with forgiveness. I did. Identified all, it, yeah. sort of, and yeah, it's all about it's all about uh, returning home. You know, and and in truth to triumph, when I speak of home, I speak of love. It's all about returning back uh, to love. Now, um, a lot of the self-blame in an abusive relationship, and by the way, I would love uh, you and uh, the listeners to understand that, you know, domestic violence is not just hitting, by the way. No, it's verbal. Um, yeah, and, and, and verbal um, becomes emotional. Yes, uh, yes. You know, you start hearing long enough, you know, um, I mean, I even I even had experienced um, hate letters and 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 you know threatening texts and emails and you know on the bottom of every single hate letter from um, my son's father was uh, what a loser I was. Oh <laughs> and I'm laughing God. about it now, but after a while, you know, that starts to become the mental summary of yourself. Yes, it, it you erodes your whole m- m- personal yeah, makeup. Like, yeah. 
yeah, like, wait, what's wrong with me? Why am I not in uh, this loving relationship? Like, what is going on? You know, and it's because you start to believe it. But honestly, the biggest thing that we need to do is, is, is not believe it and, and completely, you know, how would I put this? I, I talk about this as a truth to triumph. Just kind of guard our thoughts. So don't even put them into your thoughts. Um, you know, if, if you don't guard your thoughts, all of that negative, unloving narrative that you let in, it becomes the main source of your mental summary of yourself. And, oh, yes. Uh, again, this is suffering. And, you know, uh, well, suffering. I, and I noticed you talk about the little guy on your shoulder. I've always had one of those oh, things. Yes. Wait a minute. You go home, you know. And I, on the other side, I have this committee of wonderful people that I invite into my life, all the people who applaud me and are my, my um, you know, champion friends and supporters, just as I am to them. And and mm-hmm. so that other little gremlin on the other shoulder who says, mm, you're worthless or you're this or you did wrong or, you know, you could have done better, you just have to get rid of that voice. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. That um, That's a powerful, I mean, they're all powerful chapters, but that's a powerful chapter uh, on you know, the little lie on your shoulder. It's fear. So the little lie on your shoulder that I talk about in, in my book, Truth to Triumph, is fear. And fear is that little guy on your shoulder. And sometimes he is a darn big guy that uh, tells you it's much safer to stay here, right where you are. Stack right, up, right. Uh, right? On the road, headed in the opposite direction of love. And, you know, you'll hear that, that, that little guy or that big guy or that big gal saying, you know, don't do it. It's not safe. Or I wouldn't do that. Or, you know... I wouldn't, uh, I would even. Or you can't do that. Like, or you can't do that. Or don't change jobs. What if? All the what ifs. Or mm-hmm. now look what you've done. You know, all that's more self blame. Or, you know, what a mess you're in. Or I told you, I told you this would happen. All mm-hmm. of these things, when we're in a state of fear, we're blocking out love and all of the possibilities of choosing a loving life. And it's so debilitating that what happens is we lose the capability to love. And this is a super dark path to walk on. Now, conversely, if you're living in love, is to blow that little liar off the shoulder every single time. You've got to be aware of it and blow it off every time. And just allow uh, our intuition and, and allow innate to really take over and steer the wheel. You know, this body is, you know, it's, it's a physical body, but it's driven by the heart. It's driven by love. And your intuition will never let you down. No. I'm not, I'm not right? And, and, and I'm not suggesting that fear doesn't show up. I talk about this also truth to triumph. It never misses an opportunity to show up. But what I'm saying is to blow it off. Don't believe it. When fear shows up, don't believe it. Don't let the little lie on your shoulder rob your joy. I mean, rem- re- remember, fear is only an illusion. Yeah, and there's a difference of fear, you know, when we intuitively are warned by something and it's helpful to us. You know, that, that, that's a mm-hmm. good voice to listen to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when fear is blocking you from overcoming, you know, letting go of your story or finding your truth, as you say, that's a different story, you know. Fear is a trigger. Uh, that's interesting how you put that. Um, fear is a trigger. Reminding you 
that you need to keep your focus on love. It's it's almost a tease. It's almost, um, I guess, tease. What's another word that I would put on? Almost like something that's provoking you. But mm-hmm. you look at that as an opportunity to say, oh, okay, I, I took my heart off of love right now. Let me right. Let me get that. Let me get that back in my life. Right. Let me get that back in my thought. Let me get that back in this moment. You know, um, because love is absolute. You know, fear is something, you know, why would we fear something that hasn't even happened? That's ridiculous. You know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, you know, you, you know, and all of a sudden you're all worked up. And I've been there, Kristen, I've been there when I've been in court and, you know, just, oh, my goodness, just just sweating and nervous and upset. And um, But all I was doing was just, just choosing to create this constant fear, you know, and, and it was just taking me further and further away from love that love is what I was supposed to trust. You know, a few times in my book, I mentioned that we knew love all along, but we've forgotten it because of all the madness in the world around us and in our life situations. There must have so, been you know, positive elements in your growing up, though, to shape you as a person as well. Yeah. You know, were, there, were yeah. your siblings helpful? Or I, I understand that you took care of your mother after you, your dad left. Yeah. I did. I was the baby. Um, um, the positive was this. Um, first of all, I was I was born very, very focused and very. There was something innate in me that had a sense of uh, a deeper sense of awareness, and um, I always knew, even when I was a little girl that I was going to, you know, be a dancer. I knew I was going to be an actress. Um, I knew I was going to speak in large forums. This is this is now, you know, starting to come about now. Mm-hmm. I've always had vision, that internal vision, which you can tell the world that's the vision that is critical. Yeah, that internal vision, so, the, that, that set of lenses that can see and, and give you the opportunity to choose the creations that you want to experience. Now, because I was a child and not, you know, fully conscious and, and you know, realized, um, during that time when I was going to school, I used, you know, ballet and, and, and jazz and tap, that, you know, dance classes, that was my sanctuary. That was my sanctuary. And I will tell you, um, I didn't feel, I didn't have, I didn't have any kind of motivation from my home life, but what I did have was the opposite of the little liar on my shoulder. I had that inner child inside of me saying, Lily, you could do this. You got this. And, and I always heard that voice. That's you know, so impressive, um, you know, with everything going yeah. around you. And you were purpose-driven, you know. I mean, you're, I was purpose. I you're was purpose-driven, purpose-driven, which is yeah, everything. The first, yes. In, in fact, you know, I didn't go from one, you know, abusive relationship to another and another and another. I mm-hmm. actually had uh, two very loving relationships um, before before my other abusive relationship. And I have to say, uh, I have to say this. One of them, which was, you know, the first love of my life, I guess uh, you would say, uh, you would call it, um, he was very inspiring. Um, 
he one time wrote a note and said, you can kill a lily, but uh, she will always come back to life. And I never forgot that. And I put that in Truth to Triumph as well. <laughs> and she will always come back as, as light, he said? She will always come back to life. So he, to he life. Was, oh. um, yeah, and he was talking about uh, a metaphor, lily as the flower. So you yes. can kill a yes. lily, but she will always come back, but she will always come back to life. And oh. that really etched in my heart. More yeah. so than I realized until like, oh my goodness, four decades later. You know, and another thing that you left an imprint sounds, on your soul. Yes, I'm going to tell you what left an imprint on this on my soul. So when I was 50 years old, just before I started to uh, write this book, Truth to Triumph, and this is in the book, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night uh, with this tune in my head, and this tune in my head was a um, a tune that I used to sing. Um, when, when, with this song, Cinderella, when we, when, when I was young, my mom used to, we used to have records, like big LP albums that used to play stories. And that was entertainment for me. And I used to sit, you know, uh, you know, on the floor with a record player and play uh, the story of Cinderella again and again and again and again and again. And I woke, and I used to, you know, I woke up to that tune in my head of the uh, the main song, and oh. I realized it was etched in my heart for five decades, and it was the most simple lyric, but I have to tell you, it was, uh, apparently, it really formed or molded me. It was uh, uh, crazy that I remember that, and I put that in my story, and they're very... I don't know if you remember years ago when we used to um, we used to listen to records like that, and um, they were like it was a story told by us, Paul Tripp, and it was different fairy tales. But Cinderella was the one that resonated with me after all of these years. Oh, the caterpillar to the butterfly. Yeah, exactly. And and the lyrics were like the story of Cinderella can come true for me and you. Look to the new day and the happiness that's in it. Even if it's raining, don't let your dreams fade, not even for a minute. Imagine that I carried that theme song. And you hung in on my to that. That I is so beautiful. I hung on to it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because beautiful. Really, it's a survival story, it, really. It is. And and I'm just thinking about this right now with you, Kristen, in the moment. That's Cinderella's story. The prince is not necessarily another person. It's yourself. Oh, absolutely. Because if if you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone. Yeah, so I found my prince. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Do you happen to be in a relationship now? I I actually, I am in a relationship right now. And um, it's just, you know, it's so easy. And I'm like, oh. This is what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. Oh, that's so (laughs) wonderful. I'm so glad you have that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, me too. I'm 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 in a wonderful relationship myself right now. Oh, how wonderful! I mean, yeah. And even even if people, um, even in the times when you know you're not in a relationship, or you know, listeners are not in a relationship, it's really okay. I always tell people. 
and inspire people to just love where you are, what's going on in your life. Just love it. It's okay. That's what makes you who you are. Even that time that you're spending by yourself and and trying to figure it out and and hopefully becoming a better person. Oh, completely. It's much better to be by yourself than be in a relationship that's negative or, you know, uh, for, oh. you know, all the uh, abusive, like you said, or any any number Something. of different things that can happen. Oh, no, no doubt. I am living proof of that. You know, yes. and that was even, you know, in fact, it's funny that we're, we're talking about this because, and this is also coming just very in the moment right now, you know, we talk about the little liar on your shoulder. Then you have all the other liars outside in the world I want the listeners to know. Like, yeah. oh, you know, try and patch it up or... You know, you're, you know, how are you going to do that by yourself and raise a child? Like, there's all of this, all these people that are instilling further fear into you. Yes, yes. And, you know, look, uh, no one is here on this earth, uh, you know, to, to, to express unloving acts. We are here solely on this earth to love and to express love. And um, that's where it begins and it ends. And, you know, if we're parents, um, we also need to uh, be responsible to keeping our children in a loving environment and raising them, uh, uh, you know, with love through their experience. Definitely. Tell us yeah. about some of the other chapters in the book and some of the bullet points. That uh, and and also, is the book got an ebook for some of our visually impaired listeners? Yes. Or oh, great, that's wonderful. Yes. Let's tell them where yes. you can find the book. Okay, um, Amazon.com. Uh, in a Kindle, I think Kobo. I mean, all of the all of the big houses. You can get that um, uh, if if someone is a notebook person, they can get that through Barnes and Noble. So uh, definitely wonderful. Uh, you know, avail yourself to those sites. Uh, I guess you could start with Amazon.com uh, for sure. Great. You um, should think so about putting it on Audible too. I read so you know all my books I, on Audible now, but I will I will try to get that, the ebook. Yes, that is actually, that is my next project. Good. So oh, then I'll wait for it on Audible. on Audible. Yeah, wait for that on Audible. And what's interesting is uh, I, I'm also going to do the Audible uh, myself, um, me speaking, because Great. It, it comes to my heart and they're my stories, and it just I just felt like it would be weird uh, to have someone have else, someone else speak story. your truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, and you're a speaker, exactly. speaker and an author, so that's perfect. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. So where are the, some mm-hmm. of the places that you're speaking now in New York? And So uh, right now I'm actually, well, right now I have my speaking engagements are on a little bit of a pause because I'm on this international radio tour that has had, has me so busy from now until September. So Good I will for start you. Again, Great. Uh, after September. Yeah, I will start up again after September. Um, I am um, definitely going to be, look, you know, looking at um, booking things now uh, for speaking opportunities, um, some kind of multitasking, which is not usually what I like to do. Uh, to me, multitasking is failing at many things at the same time. So right now my focus has been the radio tour. And, um, yeah, but I'm open to any speaking engagements that, that people want to uh, uh, throw my way. I'm certainly open to it. So if there's any schools, I, I love going to colleges. I love going to colleges and speaking uh, truth into 
into uh, college students because that's uh, one of my favorite well, places to speak to. I think it's because it's the mm-hmm. age and it's the time with mm-hmm. you know as I call it their first vision of their life you know, and yeah. um, they're they're so impressionable and and interested. I find yes, yes, completely, and um and they're just they're at that perfect age where they can yeah. just begin to manifest and create generational blessings and yes. you know look we we need the younger people. Uh, you know, one by one by one, all of us connected, uh, we can really change the vibrational uh, energy of love on, around the planet. I truly believe that. So I definitely totally, I love going to colleges. Um, I love speaking in uh, large forums or small. I don't mind small forums, um, but I, I, you know, large forums is my favorite. Mm-hmm, uh, I like mm-hmm. speaking in large forums. Um, no, and, um, I can understand that. Some, yeah. I just like getting the word out. I like touching, you know, as many people as I can. At the same I, I like time. the workshops too. They're they're my favorite because then you get to interact, you know, with yes. the audience, and it's yes. about them, you know, rather than just doing it's keynotes. Always exactly, exactly. Yeah. The workshops are key in uh, helping them communicate as well. Definitely. And really doing like some hands-on uh, things and even role playing. Mm-hmm. And um, adults are. are Get a little more. Uh, they're a little more apprehensive to do that, but yeah, they're a little more resistant. Yes, because they're set in their ways. It's so much harder yeah. to, you know, to, to to teach an adult than you know to, than to bring up a child. It's like that old saying, you know. It to, is to change an adult's way. Yeah, for sure. It is yeah. for sure. Why don't we give the listeners just a couple of bullet points before we wind down on you know things that they'll really gain from reading your book? You know, like getting out of denial and how to how, when to find help, and and then, again, you say it's more generic to every kind of different uh, problem, you know, that people may suffer from Yes. or find themselves challenged by. Exactly. Well, some of the bullet points would be um, forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Would be uh, love. Yeah, and forgiveness, and that is uh, not just forgiveness of others, but um, forgiveness of yourself. Right. And um, that's, you know, that's a big one. Um, and and, and I, I love this because this this, lets, this opens up the door for everyone, not just someone that has, um, is hard on themselves, um, that has had a, that has been inflicted with different pain from others, but the person who has inflicted the pain, you know, look, they're in pain. And, and it, more often than not, they are living in non-forgiveness of themselves. Trust me when I tell you. No, I know. I I love it when you say that because, um, like, my sister was hit by a drunk driver at 28 and took her life Mm. upside down. She's still ill today by a drunk driver Mm. head-on. And one of the things she did in her recovery was to forgive him. That was huge, you know. Um, And and so it's a lesson for all of us, really, to, to, you know, those people are suffering, as you say. They are. Yes, they really are, um, and I. And then it frees you. Definite forgiveness. It frees. It frees you. Forgiveness yeah. is huge. And by the way, forgiveness is. It is the the first step for healing in the body, the mind, and the spirit. So you're yeah. going to get all of that. That's a major bullet point in uh, Truth to Triumph because when Great. we can see clearly, we can see a healthy, happy self. We can vibrate with that frequency of happiness uh, because I believe that you know, uh, perfect health is our birthright, uh, yes. then we can heal. But we, we can't do that without for, without forgiving. Uh, the other bullet point, of course, throughout the entire book is love. 
love um, one of my quotes in there, and I believe it's uh, the last quote of the book, is love is the essence of all consciousness. Love is the stimulus for everything in life. It is the yeast that develops and gives rise to our daily bread. It has I love to be that. daily practice. And so that's the key. Uh, that's another bullet point. Another bullet point is contribute. Contribute by serving others. Give back. Yes. In your relationships, in the workplace, with your children, with your parents. It, it, I, I talk to parents, mothers, fathers, tweens, teens, uh, anyone of that age, you know, that can, you know, understand this, usually, you know, teenager and over. And um, because in the simple, you know, it's the simple things, those subtle acts of love and kindness that really, again, is going to change the that, that vibration, you know, that energy of love on the entire planet. And Definitely. Another key bullet point, mm-hmm, another key bullet point is choice. And that choice has to be peace. This is huge, especially mm. with divorced parents. That we all have we, a choice. We, we all have a choice. And with divorced yeah. parents, for the sake and love of your children, pick up this book, Truth to Triumph. It will help you get to the same place but with peace. Because when we can, when we, when situations may not always turn perfect, but the peace in a situation is always there. And right. if you have peace in a situation, then it truly is perfect. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes total sense. It, it sounds like a yeah. fabulous book. I can't wait to read it. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, of course, the other big thing is uh, shift. You know, we, we are responsible, all of us, uh, to uh, for our own change in life. And, and when you're ready for that shift to awareness and, and, and remembrance of love, uh, that awakening will birth this intense sense of peace. Again, returning to love. Love is peace, and, and, and peace is stability. Uh, a big thing is release, and uh, when I talk about release, I talk about freedom. So your release is freedom. So when you let go of the conditioned mind patterns that have been running your life, uh, you can begin to release, you know, anything that's restraining, you know, any restraints and or any or hindrance uh, that are stopping you from embracing your true reflection of life itself. Because one of the major points in my book is your life situation is not your life. You are life. You are life. The truth in you is 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 life. And your truth is the only thing that's absolute, not a life situation. You know, what's absolute is pure. And, and that is, uh, in your truth is independent from any experience, any happening, any event. And I, I always say um, it, 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 it is what, what arises in, in that, that, that space uh, in the exhale of an experience. And that's your that's truth. wonderful. And so many people don't take time to really look at their truth. They're, they're busy with their lives. They, they live their story. They're too afraid, as you say. And they don't take time for that quiet moment. And that's when the changes happen, really. I found that for myself, is that when I'm peaceful and quiet, uh, that's when I, I find the answers. Completely. Uh, yeah. And balancing your physical, mental point. energy. Yes, yes. Another bullet point that's in the book is self-inquiry, which is that, yeah, you have to come, get quiet with yourself. Be still enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and, and then like finally, you know, uh, when we hold on to our dreams and we never let them go, they really can happen. So this, it's also a very extremely inspiring book. 
But we cannot just dream about it in our minds. We must hold on to the love and the passion that we have for something and use it, use this as a catapult that takes us to the very steps needed for manifestation in our lives. Beautiful. Well, as I said, I can't wait to read it. And for our listeners, it's Truth to Triumph, Lily Sanders. And it's just been delightful having you here today. I mean, you've got just an incredible story. I'm so in awe of what you've done with your life. Thank you so much. And likewise, and likewise. And if you can't get a hold of uh, the book the way you need it, um, uh, you will be the first one to receive my Audible book. I promise. Oh, thank you. I so appreciate that. You know what I'd like to do, too, because uh, part of our, some of our listeners are visually impaired. I'd like to see if we can send a copy to the Braille Institute because they take time, but they will narrate it, you know, or you could even narrate it there if Let's you do wouldn't it. mind. And then it's available Let's for free for people who are blind. And, of course, you know, um, on Audible for purchase. Let's do it. I love it. Let's do it. Uh, that would be let's, great let's because I, I, we'll I end up interviewing it. all these fabulous authors sometimes and uh, may take a little bit of time, but I like to make that available, some of this great information to people who are visually impaired. So, yes, Lily, you are unstoppable. Thank you. <laughs> yes, and if you ever get to Los Angeles, please look me up. Thank you so much for your time. And just one more time, your website, if people want to look you up for speaking. or Oh, yes. So my website is uh, my name, Lily Sanders, L-I-L-Y-S-A-N-D-E-R-S dot live. And you can go right to my media page uh, to book any speaking engagements. It should say, uh, you know, schedule an engagement. Just press on there. Uh, or anywhere on my website, again, lilysanders.live, you can contact me anywhere on my website. And also, I am offering um, for all the listeners uh, a free ebook uh, that's also on my site. Just scroll down, uh, Soul Bread, Daily Affirmations That Feeds the Soul. So I have put together 12 uh, very, very important affirmations that will really lift and feed uh, the soul. So I encourage you to pick up a copy of Truth to Triumph. And also uh, definitely come visit my website for speaking engagements and for other ongoing insights. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And for everyone listening today, I'm Kristen McDonald, your host of Second Vision, my guest, Lily Sanders. And I hope you'll pick up the book, Truth to Triumph, and find your truth. And remember, leave a footprint and love yourself. I'm Kristen McDonald.